0: Ash. Taryn. So, um, I have a fun fact for you today. hmm That's going to help everybody. Okay. Okay. It's going to help you all. Mm-hmm. Did you know that we are technically at our... Well, <laughs> not me trying to get like, creative and then not making sense. <laughs> we are more creative in the shower. Did I you believe know that? that? I didn't know that. So, but I believe that. Just let me follow up with some science. So... Warm water increases the flow of dopamine, which makes you more creative, Mm. which like I do think a lot in the shower. Like my brain will like go. But now knowing this, like how epic would that be if you like go into the shower with that intentional thought of like I'm going to brainstorm work things or I'm going to like try to think about like an argument I had, like how I can approach it or Mm -hmm. like being more intentional about it. Yeah. I fully believe
1: that. I think like as creatives, the best way to be even more creative is to like allow yourself space and no distractions. And shower time is a regularly scheduled time where you cannot have your phone. You cannot. I mean, you could be listening to music, I guess. But if you were extra intentional and like didn't listen to a music or a podcast while you're in the shower, then yeah, let's utilize that time. Literally tonight, I'm going to be like, okay, (laughs) hot shower activated. No phone activated. Let's go.
0: And then I wonder, I shouldn't even see this because what if it's not out there? And then I could get rich. Could I use well, this podcast this is as proof. proof?
1: Well, I mean, no. It Copy work that
0: way. Copyright starting now. <laughs> um, I wonder if people have like like whiteboard type things that work in the shower. I'm sure they do, okay, like a well- notepad. <laughs> But, like, imagine if you had that and then you're, like, in the shower and you get, like, a really good idea and you're, like, oh, and you, like, write it out. What was that? It's not Etch-A-Sketch, but what was that
1: notepad that everyone had as kids that had the plastic pen that wrote in, like, electric?
0: Oh, like, the pressure to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What was that called? I don't know, but. I wonder if that's shower safe. (laughs) (laughs) Can I do in the shower? So, you know. You're welcome, everybody. Should we? Uh... Your next big idea is
1: partly to do with me telling you to do it in the shower. So. You know, in a couple months from now, when we drop our shower notepad UA merch, Dude, you'll know where it came from. Seriously? Copyright. <laughs> it's copyrighted. Can't take this from us. <laughs> the courts will hear this.
0: Imagine, imagine that we did try to use it in court, yeah. and right now we're like yeah, yeah. talking about the court. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to make eye Choose contact us. with the judge right now. Choose us. <laughs> we win. <laughs>
1: Anyways, hello everybody. What's up, UA fam? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn, and uh, this is our podcast that we've had for over four years now. Yeah, we have. We're just we're really out here doing the damn thing. We are. Um, just you know, quick PSA: We have merch. We've had uh, merch, we do. and we still have merch. Uh-huh. And we have so much merch to give to you guys. We have mugs. We have hats. We have two types of totes. I think we even still have some hoodies available. Um, so definitely check out T-shirt. the website. Um and get your UA merch now, now or never. I had a yeah. moment the other day.
0: You had a moment?
1: Yeah. Tell me about it. It's already June. Uh-huh. We're like h- halfway through June? Uh-huh. July, August, September.
0: Uh-huh. October series isn't oh, that far. okay. I was like, where's she going with this? But oh my October God. series is not that far. I know. I know. Um Me and Ash are like already in process of brainstorming. I mean... I'm a little biased just because I love October series yeah. more than anything, mm-hmm. but I also love our October series merch. Yeah, it's always like a good I one. still wear the um, it it was probably the boyfriend or what it. It's always the boyfriend. Yeah, whatever that sweater all the time. Like yeah. I love our October merch, and so me and Ash are already brainstorming like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the next mm-hmm, drop, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm, is going to be mm-hmm. cool. But yeah, in October, I feel like every time I talk to somebody about the podcast, they're like, I love your October series. Yes. Like always.
1: I feel like I've gotten a couple emails or DMs lately of people being like, yeah, I love listening to your guys' podcast, but I've also listened to your October series multiple times. Yes. Like they've listened to like series one, two, three, yeah. and four multiple times because they loved it so no, much. That's
0: epic. So very interesting. Ooh, I need to start like saying my nightly prayers now. <laughs> getting in a good headspace because last changing your room. Last season got me. Last season was good. I was I was ready for it to be done because I was like, not well. But. but yeah,
1: look for looking forward to this year's October series mm-hmm. merch. Reminder that we have merch available on our website. Also, check out our socials on Instagram.
0: Yeah. Um. So, well, one thing about our merch, too, is what's left is just the, like, small leftover amount that we had from pre previous drops. Uh-huh. So, it's not going to just, like, always be there. So, definitely, like, go get it while you can. Yes. Second is we also decided, because we do have just... I mean, it's it's been chilling there, right? They're uh-huh. great pieces. But we know, like, some people... Whether they like can't afford it or maybe they just like haven't thought about it, we wanted to kind of like use some of those pieces to uh-huh. like, I don't know, have some fun. I'm a I'm a competitive being. So uh-huh. um she we're is. gonna start doing some like fun just like contests to to get out some of our merch, but also just to engage with you guys. So um we if you follow us on Instagram, which is unsolicited a advice pod. Yes. pod. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. Um then every time, dude. But you know why? You know those things where you've got it wrong once, so then you second guess yourself and you just always Yeah. That's where I'm at with that. Mm-hmm. Um if you follow us on Instagram, we've already done a couple of them, I think, like one or two on Instagram. So um we're also gonna do today a podcast slash YouTube exclusive contest, Yes, we okay? Are. Get ready, Ash. I'm ready. Think of a number one through 10, okay. just think. So, if you are listening right now to the podcast, you would need to head over to our YouTube channel, find this section, which we're at what, like minute six-ish, and look at the screen. Michaela. if we can make sure Ash is on screen. <laughs> Ash is going to hold up a number. The first person to comment the number that she's going to hold up right now wins the contest. <laughs> so ready, Ash? Five, yeah. four, three, two, one, go. What number she holds up? <laughs> you don't even know <laughs> unless you're watching YouTube. Oh so congratulations to whoever commented it fastest. And all of you listening are like, this sucks. But also be safe. But also pull over. <laughs> go comment.
1: Congrats.
0: Whoever did it, congrats. How was your weekend, Taryn? My weekend was good. I stayed home, Um, everyone was like busy. Which was nice because it gave me, like, a guilt-free just, like, staying home weekends. Which you should have guilt-free no matter what. No, for sure. But, you know, when, like, I'm one of those people, like, if someone's like, hey, you want to hang out? Like, I, I feel bad being, like, no, just to, like, sit at home and watch Love Island, you know? <laughs> so, um, which, by the way, I started another season. It's oh, fine. No. I, I am in a better mental How long did place. you last without Oh, a while. Together. Yeah. Like, months. Yeah. Yeah. months. Um I don't know, this is just <laughs> not plural. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, so I just stayed home. Also, um, it's been exciting and I wanna talk about this. So I've I've had a couple videos that have like done really, really well recently. Mm-hmm. And it's been exciting because I feel like I feel like i with my content, I've been trying to find and fit into like what is like relevant and out there. But then I started posting just like my weird stuff, right? Like, and the Mm. way I wanna post it, like me being weird, my personality, and like different DIY projects or decor stuff, whatever. And they've like done really well, like kinda taken off, so it was exciting. But with that comes, I've had a couple trolls, Ash. Damn, those trolls. Those freaking trolls. Mm-mm. And so I wanted to have a conversation, but I'm wondering if we should put this in pause before we talk about how your week is, or should we just go with it now? No, and then us you... it now. Okay, okay. So I had a, I, I posted this thing about a claw clip thing, right? And most people were, were just putting their rude opinions, like, it's not rude opinions. Their opinions in a rude manner. Whatever, that's fine. But I had a guy comment um, because I said I'm addicted to clock clips. And he said, looks like you're also addicted to food. Oof. (laughs) The odd But it was so funny because, like, I read it. And it's it's so great because I think it just shows leaps and bounds, like, where I've come from. Because that comment could have done damage to me, like... A while ago mm-hmm. now I've literally read it and was like oh good one bro you know yeah. what I mean yeah, yeah but um I ended up deleting it because I one one I didn't want it to be triggering for anyone else two I knew I wanted to address it and I didn't want to get into the whole like people go and then everyone's like DMing him and reporting it, like, because whatever. He obviously has his own issues he needs to deal with and it's not about him, whatever. Send me his contact. (laughs) Me and my people can attack him. Yes, but what I did want to talk about is, you know, I just, uh, as far as internet hate, I've just been like on this thing where I just don't quite understand it. Like, I feel like those people would not talk to somebody in real life the way that they talk to people online. Oh, of course not. Also, they're like, all cowards. For for the only him, reason
1: they're doing it online is because they feel safe too, is because they,
0: but they don't also have like, face. why? Like if you started telling me about this cool thing you did in your house, right? Uh huh. My, I'm not joking. Probably never would it cross my mind to, to start ripping apart your idea and telling you it's dumb and it's not going to work. Like, I'd just be like, Oh, that's cool. Like, cuz it's your thing like why should i have an opinion about it mm-hmm. second how like this man boy nay boy mm-hmm. would he talk to his the women in his life like that or how would he respond if someone told his mom basically cuz what he basically told me is i was fat right mm-hmm. like basically in in those words if someone talked to his sister his mom his girlfriend in those ways like how would he feel yeah so so it just boggles my mind the way that people are not able to separate out like the golden rule of you treat people how you would want to be treated or how you would want them to treat the people you love and it's like i every tiktok i see mainly on tiktok but instagram too you open the comment section and immediately all you see are these just personal like digs at these people and people making fun of them Mm -hmm. and it just to me is so sad that that has become this platform for people to just spew out like hatred yeah like it's so sad like why yeah I think I think that's just humanity I think people for sure for sure but I do think it's getting worse and i just think it's like so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Yeah, i mean, i think the internet is just a safe place for people
1: who are hurting to reach out and hurt people cuz yeah. they're miserable. And that's 90%. It also, i think 90% of them are 12-year-old trolls who oh, are just stirring trouble to stir trouble. No,
0: absolutely. But yeah. But people suck. Nuts? People suck. I no, i'm so lucky that i've luckily not been in that realm. Like both of us, i feel like i've been really lucky mm-hmm. to have mostly positive mm-hmm. interactions. But it just – that was the first time really I've had that. And I was just so – it obviously started me thinking and just thinking, like, what like, what made you go out of your day to, like, say that to someone? You know what mm. I mean? It's just so – it's so mind-blowing. I wish him the best. A toxic person. A toxic person. I hope he gets help for whatever. And he's probably <laughs> single
1: and lonely and hates I life know. and has no friends and lives in his
0: mom's basement. Like, that's just – reality and like you don't know what's going on with people like imagine if I actually took the time to message him and be like oh hey by the way the reason I gained a lot of weight is because I had cancer in my thyroid like how do you feel now yeah (laughs) do you want to say that comment now like it's just so mind-blowing to me of like how people are willing to like tear other people and they don't know them at all they don't know their life Mm -hmm. it's just nuts yeah it's nuts. hurting people hurt people they say absolutely but yeah anyways i just think internet hate is the weirdest thing to me and it's so sad and i know it's just going to get worse and worse but yeah. ugh, the gross. more famous we get taryn i am the more haters gonna hate now famous prepare yourself but it's fine. I just delete them. I don't care. I'll <laughs> delete any comment I want. I have nothing to prove. If you bother me, bye. I have Perfect. no problem. As you should. Yeah.
1: Anyways, Ash, how was your week? <laughs> it was great. I went camping. It was serene, and I feel like my soul is full.
0: I feel like you thrive. It. Is it? Do you think it's like the fact that you don't have service too? That helps I think you I, to. I think
1: not having service. I think being in nature. I'm constantly listening to like chill music or reading or sitting and just like listening to nature it's great and then the last spot that we camped at this past weekend had was like right next to a river so I had white noise while I slept and it was oh my gosh game changing I slept pretty good you had like real white noise yeah I mean I pay for the calm app yeah. <laughs> and I listen to it every single night when I go to bed because it helps me like lull myself to sleep sleeping by a river does the same thing turns out yeah. <laughs> so that was really nice and relaxing too and originally we thought about having inviting like a bunch of people to go camping with us and I was like not not this weekend especially post Italy I was like I I just want to like and something I appreciate about my boyfriend is me and him can sit and not talk yeah and it's great for me yeah and so that's a small picture of like what it was like this weekend and it it, I was ready for Monday like I like woke up this morning and I was like all right,
0: let's do this you know no that's good you felt like super refreshed yes I love that for you it was so nice I love that for you Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with book of the month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good. So you cannot go wrong.
1: all right well it is tearing it up time as you guys know this is my favorite segment of the podcast where you guys send in funny stories and turn and i get to laugh at you with um, you and at you with you it's a little (laughs) bit both um let's get into it uh this one is titled imagine me publicly flying off a treadmill like a leaf in the wind
0: stop i love those videos on tiktok (laughs) more than anything (laughs) uh
1: they write hi ashley and taryn Um, My name is Rebecca and you can say my name. I absolutely love your podcast and I have a little tearing it up for you. I truly sadly feel I am the only one that this has happened to and feel compelled to submit and see if anyone else shares this trauma. It involves middle school PE class where all the good tearing it ups begin.
0: Yeah, literally. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I was in eighth grade. I had gym with all of my friends, including several cute guys, one of whom I ended up dating later that year. Ooh. Love that. One day, the teacher split us into gendered groups. Thank God she has in parentheses afterwards. And he took the girls to the weight room while the boys used the rock wall
0: right outside. The weight room, they have a rock wall. Dude, I was like, what, what in the bougie? I, like, <laughs> you have a treadmill and a rock wall. I had like a handball pole. I had a. a or what's that called? football field Tetherball. that I
1: ran on. That's literally yeah. what I had. We had tether balls. Up. Yeah.
0: We played with rocks. I feel
1: like our age is showing. <laughs> the weight room had a bunch of exercise machines, and I started using the treadmill. Being someone who liked to run, I figured the treadmill was more or less the same as, like, running outside. I pushed the button to make it go faster and faster until I was sprinting. I was cracking jokes with all my friends, being classic funny Rebecca, and feeling so cool. She has in parentheses. I'm, like, so hilarious, guys. (laughs) 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 And I decided to take a break. Jumping my feet to both sides of the treadmill. After catching my breath, I decided to hop back on.
0: Oh, no, no, no. God, it's a big mistake. Not
1: when you're at sprint speed. (laughs) Only the treadmill was still sliding as fast as I had been sprinting. I had not learned proper treadmill etiquette yet. My feet slid off right behind me and I somehow grabbed the arms of the treadmill in desperation. (laughs) Imagine my arms holding on tightly as my body is literally flailing and being flung behind me oh. in an up-and-down motion as the treadmill continued oh to run my full gosh. speed. Like a flapping leaf in the wind. <laughs> I started yelling, turn it off, turn it off. My gym teacher finally did, and I flew off the back of the treadmill. Embarrassed, I stood up and tried to make a joke, smiling like, Wow, let's do that again. <laughs> but my teacher decided we should stop using the treadmill for the rest of
0: the day. Did she have any skin left on her legs? <laughs> she writes,
1: my knees were so bruised. I started Oof. wearing sweatpants to PE instead of shorts because everyone would just give me sh- for it. <laughs> it was a very high talking point amongst all of the witnesses. The redeeming factor of this story is the absolute Lord-like blessing that my future boyfriend did not witness such an event because he was with the boys group. And also that it is the perfect embarrassing story to send in to my favorite podcast. I hope someone else can smile over my disaster. I've attached a picture... That describes who I was in eighth grade. This picture was discovered by my friends in college, and now, unfortunately, has 182 likes and over
0: 112
1: comments. Huh. It is a historic moment in my life. Love, Rebecca.
0: I'm. I done. mean, the emo baby swoop, but it's it's giving like Carly, Carly Rae Jepsen.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. She has the little digital
0: camera. Yeah. I don't
1: think she said how old she is now. So but I'm see, curious if she's like our age. I feel
0: like that fits very much. Like she's probably younger than us cuz I feel like I went through that when I was in like just going into high school, but she looks younger, so she's probably like a little bit younger than us. That's what my yeah, guess. Yeah, I feel like my hair looked exactly
1: like that in uh my freshman year of high school. 8th yeah. grade freshman yeah. year. Yep, hundred uh,
0: percent.
1: Well, thank you for sending it in. If you guys have any funny stories like this, stop what you're doing. We should write it to us. We need them. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Um, also, Rebecca, I don't know if you've seen. There's a video that's been going around TikTok, which I don't. We should try to find it and post it because it literally made me like die. Mm-hmm. But it was that like a girl fell on the treadmill and caught herself, but the the treadmill ripped her pants all the way down so then it was just like her butt and she's like flailing and then like goes off oh my but god I was- can you imagine being straight up like pants? I would never recover from that. Oh, I would never. I would never recover that from that. Never. I would cancel my membership,
1: <laughs> move cities, but and before find a new gym.
0: before I left, I would say, "Can I get a recording of yeah. your security tape?"
1: Yeah, I'd be then, like, "Oh, you know what? You should do. You should sue the company for the treadmill taking
0: your clothes off." Yeah, that was a yeah, traumatic yeah. event for you. It is traumatic. Anyways, wow, I love the I love the treadmill. Um, I feel like we've had a lot of good, like
1: gym tearing it up lately. Yeah. If you have a good gym tearing it up, an embarrassing
0: story from the gym, send it in. And guys, the only reason I don't have embarrassing things that happen to me at the gym is because I don't go. (laughs) That's a good way to make sure that never happens to you. (laughs) And that's on live. Okay. Um, should I get into my story? Let's do it. All right. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get into my story. I do have a disclaimer um, before we start this. We are going to be talking about someone who struggled with uh, drug addiction. So if you are someone who is triggered by this topic or just addiction in general, um, please be just wise about if this is something you should listen to or if maybe you need to like skip through. Also, um, if you are someone who struggles with that, there are resources out there that can help you. For example, there's a national helpline that is 1-800-662-HELP, which is 4357. You can reach out to, there's plenty of stuff online. So please get help if you need it or um, if a loved one is also going through this use those resources. But I just wanted to give that little disclaimer before we get in today's story. So this story is titled Like Fox, I'll rise again. Ooh. We love a Harry Potter. I'm sure is a fox like outside of Harry Potter too? <laughs> no. Cause that's not real. <laughs> right? Do you mean
1: Phoenix? Fox. Am I thinking of something different? Phoenix. Phoenix.
0: But the fox is his name. Oh. Yeah. Okay. A phoenix is the bird, got it. But I don't think that's real. What is there a real bird? No phoenix, that'd be sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. My name is Amanda. I'm 33. I live in Florida, and I have been obsessed with you guys for years now. Your podcast has become my therapy. Anyway, I am writing in because for the last two years, I have been in an extremely dark place in my life. But have just recently started to come out of it. This is darker than what you typically read, but was hoping you could help a friend in need. Let's rewind. I met Joe at work in the summer of 2014. He was tall, shy, sweet, and the sous chef asking the host out is precious, right? (laughs) That is cute. We dated for years. He introduced me to his daughter from a previous relationship, and in May 2018, we had our son. And in November 2019, we had our daughter. But my truth is that we were both struggling with drug addiction. Restaurants, man, I have heard. I I've worked in a restaurant before, and um, like a lot of the people that like would hang out outside of work. Like drugs were a very big thing that would go on. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've heard multiple people say that that has happened when they worked in restaurants like that, that would be something they would like do on the outside. So I don't know if that's just like a known thing, but I mean, obviously she's mentioning it here. In May, 2021, Joe passed away from a fentanyl overdose in her home. That was the day I woke up, but also the day my life would change forever. I am now two years sober. Besides just losing the love of my life, over the last two years, I've lost my relationship with his older daughter, his family, and even my own. Some blame me for his death because I never spoke up about our addiction. Some don't like that I moved on. I have met a new guy, Matt, and he has been there for me through a lot of anxiety attacks, crying fits, my kids' potty training, starting pre-K, birthdays, etc., He makes me smile and laugh again. All this being said, I still miss Joe and cry a lot when I think about him and all he's missing out on. How can I express to Matt that my past feelings may still be big and hard, but that he means the world to me now? How can I make this family seem right even if something still feels missing? Thanks in advance if you read this. I just want the happy family my child self always wanted. I am Fox rising from the ashes and reborn to a better person, wishing I could restore my relationship with my mother too, but I also feel free from all the people who made me feel less than. Any thoughts are appreciated. Love, Manda. Oof. This, This email completely broke me because I can't even... I can't even imagine, first of all, losing someone in that way. And and the feelings that come with guilt because you were also taking part in the thing that ended up being, like, the end for them. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine having to be the one that is seen as the enemy and something that you also are so vulnerable in. And I can't imagine, like... Becoming sober, having to try to build your life, which is a time where you need so much support, but a massive part of who was your support now, not only is not in your life, but like hates you. Like I, I for me, reading this, it just, I I mean, my heart completely breaks for you, Amanda. Um, and honestly, I mean, it breaks for everyone. Like that's a hard thing is it's really easy to sit on the outside and tell people, what is the right or wrong way to grieve or Mm -hmm. what is the right or wrong way to like deal with loss but in reality everyone deals with it different Mm -hmm. and everyone has to deal with it in their own process but it's hard when you're you're the victim of the repercussions of how someone else has to grieve Mm -hmm. and how do you give them the freedom to do that but also protect yourself from being affected by it. Like it just, this whole situation just breaks my heart in like every area.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like you have survived the unimaginable. That's the one thing that no one wants to experience that no one that's like everyone's worst fear is having to experience exactly what you just experienced. And what sucks is having to continue on after the fact. Um, obviously everyone's Mourning process is different. You have to listen to yourself and what feels right to you. I know everyone's going to be dealing with anger and hurt. And I'm I'm not shocked they're lashing out at you. I'm sure they're lashing out at themselves. I'm sure everyone's mm-hmm. going to be angry and in fits of rage and then in fits of sadness. And um, it's only normal for people to want to point blame or find a reason for their anger to like, yeah. unload on. Um, it shouldn't be at you. Um, but I think, I don't know, this is really heavy, but I feel like in situations like this, in order to move forward, you have to let the past be the past, forgive yourself and focus on what you need to do to continue to move forward. Because Mm -hmm. in the end, that's what they, that's what your loved one whose past would want for you in, in the first place. And people that are, even if you want to remain a healthy relationship with his family or other people that might be pointing blame on you, it's okay to cut ties for a while to like separate for a while and not, and give yourself space to to mourn and heal separately apart from them. Um, I I feel like people want to kind of like go through all of this stuff together and that's not always going to be the healthiest way to do it. Yeah. So it's totally okay if you need to separate yourself to get yourself in a better head place headspace or to honestly just mourn for the next six months before like allowing them to influence you or, or bring any more negativity into the situation in your life.
0: I mean, it sounds like, it sounds like it's, so it's been two years um, since she's been sober and I think she said like when he passed that was when that like was her wake-up call Yeah, I mean um, it. so it's definitely been a, a great amount of time to where I'm sure she's feeling like okay This is how forever is gonna be mm-hmm. but I also think um, and you you said something that like triggered my thought because you said They probably blame themselves and I honestly I wouldn't be surprised if they do yeah. like And it's it's a lot easier to have a villain like that's what happens in everything. You know, like you'll see someone that's like abnormally upset with you about something. And I think if you take like five steps back and look at the picture, you're like, well, it makes sense because I'm the only tangible thing here Mm -hmm. to be mad at. Mm -hmm. And in reality, I'm sure they're mad at him. Mm -hmm. They're mad that he got into this. You're associated with the drugs in his life because you were doing them together. Mm hmm. You when when someone is in addiction, they're not going to tell people what's going on because they, they don't want it to stop. They don't yeah. want people to know what's going on so that they'll get involved. So it makes sense to me that you didn't, like, reach out and tell the family about it because it doesn't sound like you and him were at a place where you were acknowledging that there was, like, a massive problem and you needed help. Yeah. Usually that's when you reach out when you're like, I have a problem and I need help, right? Yeah. Usually because something so, happened. Exactly. So, so for the family members, I would not be surprised if they're kicking themselves because they're like, I ignored the signs. I had a feeling, but I never asked. Like, so, so a lot of that, if you can think of it that way, I feel like that would put more instead of feeling like, I can't believe you're like mad at like putting all of this on me, seeing that for them. Like, I can't imagine what it would feel like to lose a child. Like, they're probably holding on to anything that they have. And for them, it's a lot easier to put blame on you and to, like, channel their anger into you than to reflect it back on themselves or just to accept the fact that, like, it's happened, you know? And I'm not saying that that makes it okay for you just to be everyone's punching bag. Like, obviously, you can draw your own line of, like, what you'll take or not take, mm-hmm. but I think that if you look at it from that point of view, it would soften the way that it feels because I know for me, when I've had someone yell at me where I can I can read through it and see like, okay, this is hurt. This isn't, all the words that they're like spewing at me, they don't mean that, like this yeah. is hurt coming out. Mm-hmm. It makes me soften and I'm not really listening to what they say, but I'm more just concerned about like, are you okay? You know what I mean? Right. So I think that there's ways that you can change the way that you think and that can help protect yourself. I also think that you never know what chapter of someone's life they're going to get to a point where they're ready to like reconcile. Mm-hmm. So even like you mentioned your mom, I would continue to just give space but also reach out. Mm-hmm. Give space. Reach out. And Hopefully she'll get to a place one day where she's able to see how much you've changed and how much like you still are desiring that connection with her. Mm -hmm. Um, As long as you, again, protect yourself that every time you reach out, you're you're realizing that even if she doesn't respond to me, even if she's like, absolutely not, I want nothing to do with you, that that's not a reflection on me. But I'm doing all that I can by taking this step to try to, like repair our relationship
1: yeah i don't know if she mentioned how long they had been addicts but um i think it's it's easy to forget and it's such a good reminder that like any addiction doesn't matter what it is it doesn't affect only you it affects literally everyone around you everyone in your closest circle yeah. your family members your closest friends obviously your partner your kids co-workers it affects Everybody. Yeah. So I think you have to be gentle also with those people in your life because they maybe had to separate themselves from you yeah. for their own reasons because it wasn't a good path that you were on and it probably was a little toxic and maybe they had to choose to be like, okay, well, I they're not in a good place. I'm going to back off a little bit. And maybe you need to be a little extra gentle. I'm, I'm specifically talking about your mom right now um, with her because maybe maybe that was something she had to do.
0: And she could honestly have watched what – the path he went down, mm-hmm. watched how heartbreaking that was for his mom, and for her, she was like, I can't even imagine what yeah. losing you is like. So she almost separated to be like – I can't handle that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's so many – obviously, we don't know all the details. We don't know your mom. We don't know her thought process. But I think it is valuable, and I think people forget this, and our culture is so, like – self love self focus self whatever which i'm a full 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 supporter of mm-hmm. but i do think we also need to be looking into the people we love and seeing like oh, okay i'm understanding where they're coming from and i yeah. don't like the way they're treating me because of it mm-hmm. but i'm choosing to understand that that's your that's where you're at that's mm-hmm. your process and i will control what i let get past like my wall and like really affect me you know what i mean mm-hmm. And I think that like, as long as you keep that balance up, you'll be okay. Yeah. As far as like, <laughs> see that's hard because again, I think all of this is wrapped up. Like the fact that you moved on and found someone who's supported you and helped you through it, I think that's a blessing that you've had someone that could help you. A lot of people don't get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, do I understand why that could be triggering to people in his family? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again that doesn't have anything to do with you. That is their yeah. own hurt coming out yeah. of their blaming you and then they don't have their son. So they're watching you move on and better your life while they still at the end of the day don't have their son. Like that's mm-hmm. that's heartbreaking and yeah. I can't imagine that. So every all of that negative negativity that's coming towards you, you have to remember those things <laughs> like yeah. this is so much more than just Oh, they're mad that I'm happy. Like, there's so much tied to it.
1: Yeah, I have a close family member whose wife passed away, and he, she, the two of them, like, I've I've grew up with them. They were they were just the most beautiful couple. They loved each other dearly. She passed away, and he ended up remarrying like a few years later or something like that. Mm-hmm. Apparently, his wife's family was furious with him. Yeah. Furious with him. It's very common, and it is. It's such a hot topic because so many people believe different sides of this, um, and I think you have to decide what feels most right with you. Obviously, you have moved on. I personally think that it's okay to find. Le- Will it be the same relationship, the same type of love that you had with your first partner? No, but. I don't think that you should suffer alone the rest no. of your life. And I think that people come in your lives for different, se- different seasons. And he- my family member met the most amazing woman who is love, who also had a husband pass away. And like the two of them are, are their relationship is so beautiful because they're able to like, understand when each other needs space and understand mm-hmm. when each other's feeling sad. And I think it's a really beautiful thing that they found each other. And I think it's okay for you anonymous and for my family member to put space between the people that are maybe trying to push more judgment or hate on them, negativity on them when you're just trying to get through life, you know? And, and if, and if God dropped a little blessing in your lap to get you through the remainder of your lifetime, like how amazing is that? Yeah. And that's my personal hot take on it. But I think you've been giving, you've been given a blessing and I'm just grateful that you have, a little light in your life.
0: Yeah. I think too, you know, I think it's important to also think about their perspective of what, what Joe would have wanted for you. Like I guarantee he would have wanted you to like move forward and he would be so happy and like proud. And it makes me like emotional, but like he'd be so proud of you for like getting help and Mm -hmm. getting clean Mm -hmm. and like for finding someone to be a support for you in that way. Like, so I think it's, it's important to, to To let the voices that matter be loud in your mind, and to like silence the voices that don't matter as much. Hundred percent. And I feel like you mentioned your partner now. I think you said his name was Matt. Yeah. Um. For him, it sounds like he's already being so supportive. But you mentioned, like, how do I, how do I let him understand that, like, I still have these big hard feelings. I think. The most important thing is to have that conversation with him and just say, hey, there are times I'm still mourning. There are times I'm still when I look at my child, I still think about how their dad isn't in their life. And like that's hard. Mm -hmm. So um, I would ask him be like, I I want to make sure that you always know that this is not a reflection on my happiness with you. But Mm -hmm. this is I have a lot of trauma that I'm gonna need to keep processing in my life but I would like to know how would you like me to handle that yeah because I can process this on my own time or I can sit and talk with you about it but I want to make sure I'm respecting you in this journey too yeah and let him tell you what he wants no. but trust what he tells you if he tells you Amanda I do I want to be here for you I want you to share that with me I want to sit and like if you're going to cry, I'm going to sit here with you and, like, be there for you. Then, then don't question that. Like, mm-hmm. let him be there for you. And I think moving forward, as long as you guys keep that open, honest conversation, it'll be good. Yeah. And then the rest of it is going to fall into whatever it's meant to fall into. So yeah. j- work at the things you can control. Let go of the things you can't control. Mm-hmm. And continue to focus on just growing yourself. And I do think... You are Fox and you're rising out of your ashes. And mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful and it's very impressive what you've done. So you should be proud of yourself Two years sober. Yeah. That's a big deal. A like huge, you're be proud of
1: yourself. You're being such a great example to your guys's child. Yeah, and of course. Think, you know, one day your kid's going to grow up and look back and be like, yes, this was a devastating thing that happened to my family, but if you continue down the path you're on, your kid's going to be like, but my mom was so resilient. Like she took that as a wake up call. She changed her act. She got her life together. She found love again. She never was a bad mom. Like she, she even became a better mom through all of this. And like, I feel like that would be, if I were in your shoes, that would be my goal. Oh, Like making sure my kid is like so taken care of. So Mm -hmm. loved is so aware of what an amazing person his father, their father was, And that you that they're your number one priority, no matter what, and that you're sobering up for them.
0: Yeah. Uh, Amanda, thank you so much for sharing. I do think this is not obviously a topic that we talk about a lot just because I'm always hesitant to talk about topics that I don't have personal experience with, but. I do have personal experience with just grief and Mm -hmm. with moving on. And obviously I can, me and Ash both, we approach every story we talk about as if you're a loved one Mm -hmm. and we're just giving what we genuinely think and feel. So I hope that throughout what we were able to say, you can take that obviously, make sure you have your support system in place Mm -hmm. that you're still having someone who's watching over you. And then I think therapy is obviously an amazing thing that could help you to process just all of the things that have gone on in your life. A thousand percent. Um, But I, I just, my heart goes out to anyone who's dealing with addiction or, or has a loved one dealing with addiction. So please don't wait, get help if you can. um, Because there are people in your life who are there for you and want, want you better. Mm -hmm. Oof, that was heavy. (laughs) Take a deep breath and move on to
1: another heavy topic. It's not as heavy as that one, but still pretty serious. Uh, Let's get into it. This one is titled "I love my boyfriend, but I don't want to marry him." Oh, a conundrum. Uh, I they write that they'd like to stay anonymous. Your wishes are command. Let's get into the email. Dear Ashley and Taryn, hello again. It's the girl who had to coat check a bag of wet pee jeans. Do you remember that story? Was it tearing it up? What?
0: <laughs> oh, coat. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Excuse me, everyone. Sorry. Wow. That hiccup literally just slapped me in Out the face. Nowhere. I was not yeah. ready. Coach, yes, yes, yes. I do yes. remember that. I do.
1: Uh, she continues, I'm so happy you both enjoyed my unfortunate saga and an update on the jeans. I still have them and the leggings I bought per the subway mall. <laughs> <laughs> However, I'm writing to you today to ask for some of your wise and wonderful advice. I recently got into a relationship a few months ago during my last semester of college. It wasn't in my plans to get a serious boyfriend during this transitional time, but sometimes you just can't help it. Seriously. Seriously. We fell in love hard and fast. I think it had to do with the circumstances of us graduating, um, but luckily we only live a 45-minute drive from each other, so we are planning to stay together. I said I love you after two and a half months, which I know is kind of early in terms of norms, but that's how we both felt. I do love him and the time that we spent together, and he makes me very happy, but the problem is, is that I'm not sure I can picture him in my future. We're only 22, which is young to be thinking about this. But when I date, it's with intention. And it's with the intention of staying together long term. I always pictured myself with someone slightly older from a similar familiar and religious background. And my current boyfriend isn't any of those things. My question is, how do I focus on being happy and living for the present when I know my relationship will not work out in the future? She knows? It says I know. It says I know. Is it okay to continue to date him even though I don't think we're going to get married? I guess life is uncertain and you never know what can happen, but I have anxiety and can't help but worry about it. How do I concentrate on being happy now and not worrying about the future? How do I not feel selfish about staying together? Thanks for all of your help and all of your amazing advice. I love you the mostest. Sincerely, Anonymous. And then she attached a bunch of pictures...
0: Of her, cute,
1: her again, so cute, her again, gorgeous, her and the boyfriend, oh, they're cute, and her again, stunning. Uh, First of all, you're beautiful. You and your boyfriend are cute. Congrats on graduating. All of those things.
0: Graduate. Okay, how old is she? Did she say twenty?
1: If she just graduated, oh, she said she did say. Hold on, I think it was twenty-two. Yeah, we're only twenty-two. Um, so I feel like I'm just going to come out and say that if you don't there is there's like casual dating, which is fine if you guys are both on the same page, but you said I love you. So that's not casual dating. Yeah. Right? I would normally I'd be like, yeah, that's fine if he's into it being casual, sure, but you guys have said I love you, which means it's it's no longer casual. Um, and it, I do think it takes a very specific type of person to do casual dating and you would have to find the same type of very specific person to do casual dating well. But since casual dating is not even on the table, because clearly you guys are in love and you said you fell in love hard and fast, um, this is actually a serious relationship. And if you don't see the relationship working out in the future, which you said, you know, your relationship will not work out in the future, then you have to end it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how else to word that. Yeah. Because
1: you said that you love him, uh so he thinks that you love him, and rightfully so, (laughs) because he said it. (laughs) I don't know why he thinks I love him. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, if you say you love someone, that means that you do see a future with them. Yeah. You know? Well, I guess it doesn't guarantee a future with them, but it it does say serious. It's definitely not casual. So I think you need to have a conversation with him where you say, "Hey,
0: <laughs> how you so doing?" So update on how <laughs> I
1: feel about us. Like I love you. I'm obsessed with our relationship, but I don't think I can marry you. <laughs> Imagine he's going to be heartbroken because you're breaking up with him. Like you, you can't have. You can't say that. You can't say that.
0: Here's the thing. Okay, I, I am. Not one to say, do this, don't do this, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to say some details and I'm going to let you choose what to do with it because the math is not mathing for me. One of the details, you are a person who dates with intentionality. Mm -hmm. Is that a word? Mm -hmm. Okay. Two, Honestly, okay. There's only two details. You are a person who dates with the intention of marrying a person. Which she said. She said yes. Yes. On the flip side, you said you know that's a big word. I know. Not like I'm just not sure if he's my person. You I'm said confused. I know I'm not going to marry him. So you didn't share the details of that, but obviously there has to be some pretty like to know big life differences or like foundational di- whatever it is. Yeah. One of your must-haves you know isn't there, at least. You are not going to marry him. To me, those don't coexist. Yeah. So you either are someone who dates with the intentionality of, like, marrying or... You're just having fun and you're dating, yeah. and it is what it is. Yeah. But the other person needs to be aware that you're just having exactly. fun and dating, and it is what it is. Exactly. I was gonna say, twenty-two years old usually is the time where you're
1: just you're just dating. You know, you're just you're just going around like having fun, getting to know people, like figuring life out. Nothing's set in stone, and I think that's the type of person you want to be, but you're not. So I think you're you're wanting to like have fun and this be a casual thing and you're trying, you're trying to just like date around and experience life. But it sounds like you're just not that person.
0: Well, I think that she, she is, but she's feeling that pull of like, this is not my person. And I think that that's okay. Like that's the age that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. We always talk about it. It's like 18 to 25. That's Mm -hmm. when you do the most massive shift of who you are as a person. Right. So if you're together, Dating someone in the midst of those years, it is hard to end up both on. Oh, sorry, microphone. To end up both on the right same page mm-hmm. after that chunk of, you know, the Bermuda Triangle of dating. <laughs> now, does it happen? Absolutely. Absolutely. It yeah. is very common that you get through that age gap, you're fine, nothing changed. You both and grew I would in the say same path.
1: Usually that has to do with having foundational similarities.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, but does it also not happen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who was a victim of it? Yours truly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, and, but the thing is, is right after you graduate college, that's a time where you're making lots of choices about your future, um, job, your future friends, your future likes, dislikes, all these things. And when you're in a relationship with someone, a lot of times you're, you're including them in your thought process of ABC. If this is not a person that you see being in your life full-time, I think, one, he needs to know that so he can decide either it can be casual and fun or not. Mm-hmm. Two... I mean, this would be the perfect time to stop it so that you can go into this new chapter of a big transition, like graduating college yeah. and figuring out who you are as a person and who you want to be. Yeah. And three, I think that you really need to decide what your motive is because yeah. if, and I would love to know like, what makes you think that? Is it just in my gut? I feel it, which isn't accurate. That can be your only reason and that's fine. Yeah. Or are there foundational things or, you know, whatever it is. But I think you've got a lot of really big conversations that need to happen, starting Mm -hmm. with people close to you where you're weighing out all the options and you're talking about everything. But right now, the reason you feel in conflict is because you literally are like, yeah, you you said a lot of details about yourself that are on the polar opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. So So no wonder you're anxious. So, yeah, of course, your anxiety is going through the roof. You you are literally ping ponging yourself. So I think that you've got to figure out which one it is. Mm -hmm. But once you figure out where you land. He needs to know so he can make a choice if that's what he wants. Mm -hmm. Or if you decide he's not meant for you, I think mercy is probably ending the relationship. So he has time to grieve and find his own path instead of dragging him along for who knows how long and then you're like oh sorry like I didn't want this but I've actually known for two years that I didn't want this yeah so I just think you need to see like is this just a weird feeling I'm having so I'm gonna give it a couple months to see if maybe I'm just I don't want to make a rash decision but if you are like no I'm dead set on I do not want a future with this person then I think you've got some choices that needs to be made yeah normally i'd be like
1: definitely don't make a rush decision um give yourself a deadline of a couple months or so but you said i know
0: i know you said i <laughs> you know. said i know my relationship
1: won't work out in the future so i think prolonging it a few months is a bad idea and i think the best the, something you could maybe do to help is like maybe you said i know my relationship won't work out in the future maybe make a list of reasons why And like, actually sit and look at them and see, like, which ones, like, what are, what's the main, what's the reason? Like, write out the reason. And if there is any, if there's anything in you that is like, oh, I think that's not that big of a deal. I just need to talk to him. Then sure, have a conversation. But if, if, if there's things in there, even just one thing that you're like, that's a deal breaker for me, just end it. I feel like you're just prolonging something that needs to happen, anyways. Oh. Also, I think. Just to clarify, when I say like casually dating, I don't mean dating the same person for three months. I mean like you're out having dates with people, like
0: trying to figure multiple out multiple people, you want.
1: Like, like and going, just going out on dates to find yourself, to meet new people, to experience life. That's one thing, but having an actual relationship with someone for three months—that's
0: not casual, well, casual dating. And it sounds like you're not a casual dater, which is fine. Yeah. Like I'm not a casual dater. Ash is a casual dater, and we have stark differences in like the way we've dated right Mm -hmm. but the thing is if you are literally saying I don't see a future with this person that is a casual dating realm because you just date to date you're not Mm -hmm. thinking about the future or whatever yeah so that's why like again we both keep saying like you're just you're not in you're on opposite ends right now, which is going to be everything you do is going to be pulling one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So you've really got to sit back and figure out where you land. And if you do want to just casually date, then do that. If you yep. don't want to casually date, do that. You just got to pick one. You got to figure it out. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And then be very honest and upfront about it with the people that you're dating. Yeah. And he can't can't, hide that.
0: He cannot be your safety while you're figuring this out. Yeah. Out of respect for him. You've got to like let him decide what he's willing to like be involved in. Yeah. So I think take your time to figure out where you're at and what you want to do and then proceed with Whatever makes yeah. sense. In
1: having gone out on so many uh, dates through like dating apps and stuff like that, I, w- I was never more appreciative than when the guy showed up and made it very clear he's just trying to hook up or made it very clear he's just trying to like yeah. have fun. Cause I'd be like, cool, I know what category to put you in. We're going to have a good night tonight, just like getting drinks, dinner, having fun, and I'm not going to talk to you again. Like, yeah. it's uh, like, but like it was clear and obvious. And I appreciate that about them doing that because at least I knew. Oh, absolutely! I'm like, okay, that's you. I'm gonna go. I'm not, but like, I'm gonna go this way. Yeah. But we're still gonna have fun, and we're gonna like have drinks and like chat, and dinner will be great, free dinner. He, he yeah. (laughs) And then like, I'm gonna leave. Yeah. But like, if he had hid that a little bit, I might have gone out on another date with him, and then my feelings might have gotten a a little stronger, and that's a waste of our time. So write out why you know it won't work out. If it's a for sure deal breaker. Just end it with him. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I saw a TikTok the other day of a girl being like, right before breaking up with someone being like, is it hard? And then it's her like four months later being like, it's so worth it. Because it's so true. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. so locked and stuck in this. Oh my God, it's going to be so heartbreaking. But realistically, uh, it's probably going to be a sad two weeks. And then you'll be right back out there, living life. You're so young. I mean... You'll find other people. The
0: thing is, is... Yes, or you might be like, dang, I made a massive mistake and I have to deal with the consequences. Either way, though, yeah, you've got to take a step. Like, you can't... Yeah, I will say, though, I don't think it's a massive mistake if no, you know the relationship. I I don't think so either, mm-hmm. but I have been in that category where I've done something and then been like, oh, I think I was too, like, rash. Yeah. But I, I won't, I wouldn't do it any different because at that place in time in my life... I needed to do something because I was having so many doubts and I was having all these like gut feelings. Mm -hmm. So, either way, like, don't worry so much about like the outcome, but you've got to think about the people involved and what is like out of respect for this person that you've said that you loved. Like, he's thinking like he has security in you. So, if you love someone, you want to do what's best for them and what's best for yourself. And you shouldn't be living in this place where you have anxiety and you're feeling like limbo and like, what do I do? Like that sounds miserable. Mm -hmm. So for you and for him, I think it's best to like think through it, make a decision and stick to it. Yes. A hundred percent.
1: And I think you have, I think you have a gut feeling Yeah, and you should just follow it. Oof. (sighs) But thank you so much for writing in. Good luck, I do think that's a, that's a very interesting topic of like being in a relationship with someone and knowing your probably you're not going to end up with them like that's that's a crazy spot and space to be in in life so thank you for sharing that with us
0: it is true though like if you're on the you just got to be on the same page because even me like I've had a couple like flings that I just like was straight up with a guy and told him like I'm not at a place to date like right after my breakup you know Mm -hmm. I was like I'm not at a place to date but as long as you know that we can hang out we can like have fun and be flirty and like whatever but we were both like totally on the same page. So I think it just depends. You just can't be the only one that knows <laughs> that's the path it's going down. And the other yeah. person is like, oh my gosh, I'm with my yeah. like, future lover. Yeah, I found my person, Yeah, poor guy. Poor guy. <laughs> but you're gonna be great. You're gonna you're be great. gonna thrive. You're gonna honestly if you get on your own two feet and you're gonna be amazing. If you
1: know, just, yeah. just do it and move on. Agreed. The anxiety will go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm actually excited for you to to do this. (laughs) Poor
0: guy. (laughs) But we're we're sending love to him. him. We should also send him some flowers. (laughs) See something. Poor buddy. Something. Okay. um, I'm gonna say dad joke. Lovely. To just end us. What do you? Nope. What do you call a chicken that is staring at lettuce? Bok choy. (laughs) Bok bok?
1: That's what I was thinking. Chicken.
0: Why would that make sense? I don't know,
1: Taryn. That was my effort in trying. (laughs) Chicken Caesar salad. That's good. (laughs) Get it? Yeah, that's really good. (laughs) Caesar salad. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) Uh, Guys, we did it. (coughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was like a powerful cough. Uh, if you made it to the dad joke, you already know we love you the mostest. Follow us on socials; we're having so much fun over there. Um, be sure to check out our merch, and if you have any stories that you're sitting on um, that you would like advice on, just take the time to write us in because we would love to read it on the pod. Yes, please. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Love you. Bye.